Recently, Jacolia Jackson was looking for a side hustle. Last year, when I was changing jobs, and I was like, man, I really need to make a little extra money. So she did a Google search and found a bunch of apps that connected her to gig work. And it was just easy. So you go online, you put in your information, your skill level, what tasks and duties you're comfortable with, and then you submit that. And then they have an interviewer that just calls you. That's you some screening questions, some little test questions, very easy, like a five-minute interview, and then you're good to go. The gig Jacolia found wasn't driving for Uber or delivering food for Grubhub. She's a nurse, and she found an app that let her pick up shifts at hospitals. And there are literally dozens of hospitals that will post shifts like every hour. I get texts all day from hospitals. In the face of a massive nursing shortage, hospitals are turning to these gig apps to find nurses. So is this kind of like Uber for hospitals? It is kind of like that. You just go on your phone and say, oh, you know, I want to pay my extra shift tonight or today. And you just click a button and it's there. Welcome to The Journal, our show about money, business, and power. I'm Ryan Knudsen. It's Friday, April 21st. Coming up on the show, the latest industry to enter the gig economy, nursing. Nurses have been in short supply for almost a decade. And during the pandemic, things got a lot worse. Our colleague Melanie Evans has been covering it. How bad is the nursing shortage? There are researchers that measured the decline in nursing employment between 2020 and 2021. And what they found was that there were 100,000 fewer nurses in the workforce, which was the largest decline in four decades of available data. Hospitals have closed beds to new patients because they don't have enough nurses. They've reduced the amount of time that they operate their surgical suites because they don't have enough nurses. So there's been a huge decline in nurses who are working during a period when the country has needed nurses more than ever. Absolutely. To try and deal with staffing shortages, hospitals have raised wages and offered retention bonuses. In some cases, they've turned to travel nurses and temp agencies. Staffing levels have bounced back a little bit, but it's still not enough which is why some of the biggest hospital systems are turning to those gig apps, which have names like ShiftMed, CareRev, and ShiftKey. So let's talk about these gig apps now. When did they come onto the scene? A few of the companies that I spoke to entered the market a few years before the pandemic. The hospitals that I spoke to said that they really started using the technology either right before the pandemic or in the pandemic. But even those hospital systems that I spoke to that had signed a contract for a gig app prior to the pandemic said that they didn't really use it until the pandemic hit, that that's when they really turned to those apps to start to fill shifts. And others saw it as a solution as the pandemic wore on and the labor shortages continued. They started looking for more available options and saw this as a good alternative. Can you just explain, like, how these apps help hospitals in the short term? 
Like, what does it allow hospitals to do when they have these access to these gig workers? So hospitals that are using the apps said what it does is it creates sort of really quick access to a much bigger pool of nurses than they would have otherwise. So they, you know, can put out a request to their staff and say, can anybody please pick up these extra shifts? We'll offer you overtime. We'll give you a pay bump. But that's a limited pool, and you can only ask your nurses to do that so often. So the apps let them sort of tap into this broader labor pool. For nurses, the apps make picking up extra shifts easy. One app lets nurses bid on shifts so they can say what they're willing to be paid for the hours they're offered. Another app lets hospitals set the rates for a shift. And there's even dynamic pricing. Pay can go up for certain kinds of shifts, like on the weekend or for a holiday. While nurses who work gig jobs don't get benefits, the pay can be two or three times what they would make as a salaried employee. That extra pay is a big reason the apps are able to draw in so many nurses, like that nurse we heard from earlier. Jacolia Jackson. She lives in Los Angeles and has worked as a nurse for three years. How often do you take gigs from one of these services? Probably once or twice a month. I mean, I do work full-time staff jobs. That's already three 12-hour shifts. So, I mean, I get pretty tired. But when I have the extra energy and like some money, I'll, I'll pick up. And I can make what I make in a week in a day. Wow. Yeah. I made up to $108 an hour. How does that compare to what you normally make as a staff nurse? Half. I mean, as a staff nurse, I get around 52, which took years to get to that point. I was at $30 an hour three years ago. Uh, but with the gigs, yeah, I get 108 I made $102 an hour two days ago at another hospital in the area. Um, they pay double, sometimes triple. What does that extra money mean to you? more stability, a little more freedom. So that extra, you know, 1000 or 2000 it makes a difference. The apps have become popular, but Melanie says a lot of hospitals are still skeptical. Hospitals I spoke to were split on the utility of these apps. One of them said, we saw it with Blockbuster and Netflix. We saw it with taxis and Uber. We just see companies coming in and making it easier with technology to, like, facilitate a transaction. And we think that it's coming for healthcare. I also spoke to a hospital system that said, we are not going to do this. Coming up, the downsides of nursing apps. While gig apps have been catching on in recent years, some hospitals don't like them. They don't want compensation to be subject to the whims of the market. And they say they'd rather have a stable roster of employees. And they don't want to scramble to fill shifts. It's pretty disruptive to have an opening for a nurse on a shift. In the pandemic, I was in hospitals as they were scrambling to try to fill last-minute vacancies on their nursing staff. And that meant sometimes that they had to, at the very last minute, close an available bed, and it would back up in the emergency department. Does hiring gig nurses create any potential risks for patients? 
Hospitals have worked to standardize their equipment and standardize their protocols. And within a hospital system, people become familiar with those standards. When you have people moving in and out of different hospitals, it does create the potential risk that you have people who are unfamiliar with how things work in one setting versus another. That does create the potential for errors. Mm -hmm. Although at the same time, an understaffed hospital also creates problems. Yes, and an understaffed hospital is also a problem. I have talked to nurses who feel real anxiety when on a shift that is short-staffed, they have to take an extra patient. They are just, their bandwidth is extended and they have less time to get done all of the things that they need to do. And that also creates the potential for errors. App companies say they vet nurses to make sure they're qualified. ShiftMed tracks and rates nurses by performance. CareRev says many of its nurses are repeat users who frequently pick up shifts in the same hospital systems. And ShiftKey says that shortages, understaffing, and burnout are bigger risks to patient safety than a nurse who's unfamiliar with the hospital. Jacolia says showing up for a gig at a hospital you've never worked at before can be kind of hard. Sometimes it's very hectic. We're going to have to relearn the charting, relearn all the policies and procedures and, you know, how the, the work environment is like. Like Every hospital is so different. I've gone to some hospitals where I picked up a shift and my name wasn't there on the list or uh, they were missing my login for the computer. Sometimes there's huge packets you have to fill out just to get sort of uh, onboarded to do the gig work at a certain hospital. So I do get overwhelmed. How have shifts gone for you? Like, is there a shift that you did recently that stands out in your memories, either being particularly good or particularly bad? You know, most of the shifts have gone well because the staff are grateful that I came because they're usually so short. So I take a burn off of them. And in return, I've noticed that they don't give, per se, the most hardest assignment of patients because they don't want to scare you away. It's interesting how they kind of make it, quote unquote, easier to keep you coming back because they need the staff. Have you ever thought of moving to full-time gig work if you can make this kind of money doing it? I've thought about it. It's just the catch with these gigs is like um, your benefits aren't set. A lot of things aren't set. You know, you have no health insurance, no dental, no retirement. Do you think apps like these make the industry better or worse in, in terms of helping solve the the burnout and staffing shortage problems? I think it's a temporary band-aid. It may temporarily solve the staffing issues. I just wish the industry was different and that um, everybody was happy because the only reason they made these gig apps is because, I mean, essentially a lot of nurses are happy and they're leaving. And I think that needs to be uh, addressed in a more long-term practical way. So if these apps are paying gig nurses way more than the staff nurses, how might this affect healthcare costs? So hospitals are asking for more money from insurance companies and employers because their labor costs are climbing. And one of the big components of their labor costs are nurses. And so when they have to pay their nurses more and they see that line item in their budget get bigger, 
they turn around to insurance companies and employers who pay premiums and they say, you are going to have to pay us more. And there is, that negotiation is happening across the United States. Are hospitals seeing this as a long-term solution? Hospitals I spoke to were mixed on that question. Some said yes, they felt that this is where the labor market was headed and they planned on adapting. Others said, ultimately, they would still prefer to have nurses on the payroll, but that this was helpful in the moment. Nurses are such a large part of the labor force of hospitals. What they get paid also matters to the cost of care in the United States. And so if you change the way that hospitals hire and pay nurses, you could see some pretty significant changes to a place where we get some of the most essential medical care in the United States. That's all for today, Friday, April 21st. The Journal is a co-production of Gimlet and The Wall Street Journal. Your hosts are Kate Leinbaugh and me, Ryan Knudsen. The show's produced by Jade Abdul-Malik, Annie Baxter, Ariana Bowe, Catherine Brewer, Maria Byrne, Pia Gadkari, Rachel Humphreys, Matt Kwong, Annie Minoff, Laura Morris, Afif Nasui, Enrique Perez de la Rosa, Sarah Platt, Alan Rodriguez Espinosa, Pierce Singy, Jivika Verma, Lisa Wang, and Catherine Whalen, with help from Jonathan Sanders. Our engineers are Griffin Tanner, Nathan Singapak, and Peter Leonard. Our theme music is by So Wiley. Additional music this week from Marcus Begala, Peter Leonard, Bobby Lord, Nathan Singapak, So Wiley, Griffin Tanner, and Blue Dot Sessions. Fact-checking by Nicole Pasolka, Sophie Hurwitz, and Najwa Jamal. Thanks for listening. See you Monday.